0: achieve our full potential. Your journey to transformation begins right now.
1: Let's do this. Hi there, this is Nani with It's All Bigger Than Me, and today I will be hosting the show. We're doing things a little bit more differently now. Tracy is currently on a way to a cruise to Alaska. Rumor has it she's going to be getting in contact with the captain of the ship. Hopefully she doesn't stall takeoff. But today we're going to be showing clips of her and her the wonderful trip she took to Mount Rainier and Crystal Mountain. Uh, she was able to interview people with beautiful stories and wisdom to tell. I love to show them to you. Uh, and uh, here we are.
0: This is Tracy Harrell and it's all bigger than me baby. I am back in the mountains. I am in Crystal. Mountain and I'm staying at the Alta Crystal Resort and I'm here with the owner of the Alta Crystal Resort, Miss
2: Maureen Gilbert
0: Maureen Gilbert, and I was just talking to her and her handsome beau Who manages this place who's the general manager of the place and they're so amazing And so she's gonna tell us a little bit about her story and how she transitioned from corporate America to, to living in one of the most beautiful places in the world So can you tell us a little bit about first of all introduce yourself yeah. and then tell us about how you got here?
2: Sure Hi, I'm Maureen Gilbert, and I had been in the corporate world. I'd worked in banking, uh, software, you know, kind of very classic corporate environment.
0: You said you did software installations in Japan?
2: Uh, in Japan, Hong Kong, China, <laughs> Singapore, <laughs> all over the place. But I'd always wanted to run my own business, right? It's one thing to work for someone else, and I always had that dream to see, you know, could I run my own business? And that dream kind of coincided with also uh, having children.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: so I had this, like, how do I bring these two things together? Right. Right? I wanted to be a mom. I also, I've always had this entrepreneurial spark. It's like, well, how do I make that happen? And I'd lived in some amazing places, uh, different countries. And so uh, I went, okay, I want to live in a beautiful place, get to have my kids around me and support myself, you know, make money doing something I love. Love it. And it's like the light went off, <laughs> and it was like hospitality, Ooh. right? And obviously there's some hospitality places that you probably aren't going to, you know, bring kids or have kids mm-hmm. running around, but from the time my daughter, who's now 16, uh, I was pregnant with her, uh, I've, I've had a hospitality business, wow. first in, in Mendocino, and then up here outside of Seattle. And, you know, the interesting thing, how I got there, I like to tell the story because I think it can help other people. Uh Is that I have this concept called finding your transcending thought. Uh So, you know, when you're trying to make a big decision, Uh right? And you're on the precipice of like, should I or shouldn't I, stay or go? Uh It's really easy to have it be based on the emotions of the day, right? So when I was in the corporate world, I'd be like, oh yeah, I was living in Europe, they give you six weeks paid vacation, mm-hmm. I had a corporate car, right, like right. all the perks, I'd mm-hmm. be like, yeah, okay, it's not so bad, <laughs> keep, you know, doing the corporate rat race, right. I have some great perks, but then there'd be a day where it's just like, oh, it felt soul-sucking, and it wasn't mm-hmm. my passion, mm-hmm. and then it was like, all right, I'm quitting, I'm out of here. The problem with that is that life is always going to have Those good days and bad days, Mm -hmm. right? And so if you make a decision based on just one side, then you're, you know, going to make a big decision and you're going to go, oh, wait, I'm still having good days and bad days. Mm -hmm. What I realized is I needed to find the transcending thought that it didn't matter if I was having a good day or a bad day. It still applied. Mm -hmm. So for me, my transcending thought was I didn't want to be an old lady and wonder what if.
3: Like what
2: you know? Could I make mm-hmm. it on my own? Could I run my own business? Yes. Right? I. It's like I didn't want to sit there and regret. Oh, yeah. Never tried it. Tried it, and so for me that was huge because I have to tell you when you're running your own business, there are days when you're paying your staff before you pay yourself. Yeah. There are days where you're working these long hours and you don't remember the last time mm-hmm. you had a vacation. Right. And it's like, wait a sec. What about that, like, really cool corporate gig I had with, you know, six weeks paid vacation and, uh, you know, the expense right, budget? Like, right. well, why did I give that up? <laughs> and, but it's because I would never be able to say, gee, I never gave it a shot. I always mm. would wonder what if. And so for me, that was huge, not to live with the, that regret. Mm-hmm. And it's worked out wonderfully because, well, here, Max. This is my son, Max. He's hey, now, handsome. He's going to be 11 on September 5th. Huh? And as you see, he gets to come to work with me and <laughs> I know he sometimes is like, oh yeah, I, yeah, I get to help mom with laundry and uh, yeah, that's the fun part, right? <laughs> no, but uh, there aren't a lot of, of jobs that you can have your kids with you mm. and make people happy.
3: Mm. And
2: you know, our little tagline or, or motto is uh, escape the city, not the comforts. And
3: mm, I, think there's,
0: I love that
2: there's something about that right the ability totally. to get into this beautiful environment <laughs> and still have you know an easy place to land mm. and yeah it's about making people happy and giving them a slice of nature because i really do believe our souls are fed by nature mm. and so
0: let's talk a little bit more about that because I, I believe that too i don't know if you've ever read the book it's by Deepak Chopra, and it's called the Seven Laws of Spiritual Success. Mm-hmm. And one of the have you read it? Yeah, I have. And one of the first laws, probably the hardest one for me, we talked about uh, the practice of silence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a bit of an extrovert, so I had to work on that one. But I never had a trouble with you know. Part of that was also connecting with nature. He okay. talked about how important it was to connect with the infinite possibilities of the universe, mm-hmm. right? The 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 uh, the miracles, those daily miracles, which I actually experience now. Yep. Now that I'm not in the corporate world, and now that I'm living my dream, it's like every Every day there's a miracle. So I've stepped out on faith and it's a beautiful thing. So let's talk a little bit about nature and why this is so important. Can we talk about that? Yeah,
2: absolutely. So uh, I really encourage you to read the bed card that we put on the beds. Because for me it really embodies the, the philosophy that we're trying yes. to get here. Is that right now with technology, with the pace of our lives, mm-hmm. everyone is so busy.
3: Mm. And
2: it's so hard to find those moments of silence, right? Mm. And so just to be able to be in quiet, to take take a deep breath, to walk in the forest and not be constantly bombarded Mm. by your cell phone going off or, you know, the the thousand things that are on all of our to-do lists, to me, I think it's in that quiet where we get to connect with whatever you want to call that's bigger than you, and Mm. I don't care (laughs) what you call it, if it's Jesus or Allah or the Great Spirit or higher power, for me, it's that Feeling you get when you're quiet and you're connected to whatever it is that's bigger than us, mm. and as Deepak says, I mean that's where the miracles happen. Totally. Right. And when you realize that you're, we're all vessels for that working mm. through us, and that that's what um, we're here to do is to to co-create and to be, uh, you know. I call it, like, God with skin on for
0: each other. Right? <laughs> I love that! Yeah, it's... Um... The angels that walk among us, yes, right? Exactly. that That's what you guys are. Like, I'm sure people... Like, I know for me, I just needed this mm-hmm. so much. And, yep. I mean, it's just... It's so perfect in every way. But did you just say, say that again?
2: Uh, I call it being God with skin on for each
3: other,
0: right? <laughs> I love it. God with skin on. The angels that walk among us. All of that. Mm-hmm. Basically, I, I love it. Yep. So, you and I are going to... Um, Connect many 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 more times your handsome Bo has left He's going to he's leaving he's gonna be going to Japan so Mm -hmm. when he comes back We're gonna talk all about his trip you and I are gonna talk about many 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 other things because I love your spirit There's so much so much connection that we have Um, Are there any final words that you want to share since you brought your handsome son into the into the (laughs) picture? uh, for mothers so um, any advice about motherhood um, like I said, you made some choices about how you're going to be able to spend time with him and, and live your best life, yeah. live your dream. What advice would you share with mothers who might be struggling?
2: Yeah. So first of all, I firmly believe like you can't give another mother advice because we're all really doing like the best we can. right? Mm. And to say like, Hey, I did it this way. So therefore you have to, <laughs> like, I, I don't So Thank you for that. that Thank way. you. And it's so hard because you always are hearing conflicting advice, right? It's like, well, if you breastfeed and sleep with your baby, uh, they're going to be 18 and, you know, never leave you. And if, if you don't do that, then they're going to, you know, need therapy for the rest of their lives. Right? It's like, well, which, which you know, it's, it's, you get such conflicting advice. It's so hard. So, um, but I will say that we can't do it all as women Mm. and I think we're getting sold a bill of goods being told that we can't like we're supposed to be you know uber mothers that uh you know bake homemade cookies (laughs) we don't dare buy them from the store you know and we're there full time oh and we have to be incredibly successful right career women and like it's too much it is it is and so I really feel like what you have to do is listen to your heart, mm-hmm. and and realize that there's always going to be choices and trade offs, right? Um, again, by I just went to my 20 year grad school reunion. Mm-hmm. I uh, attended business school at INSEAD, mm-hmm. uh, just south of Paris, mm-hmm. and it was a little bit humbling because a lot of the people I graduated with, their lives looked a lot more kind of bright and shiny, mm-hmm. and I call it the
3: traditional path the
2: traditional path of success yes. and you know I'm running a, a 26 room resort in the woods outside of Seattle I which did. is
0: really paradise here in the Pacific Northwest it just I've is, been to Paris right? it's Paris is lovely but if I had to choose right now guess where I am mm-hmm. right here I love
2: sunrise mm-hmm. this area but however i've gotten to be there for all the moments of my kids right Mm. and so i i made some trade-offs and and choices and i think we all do and it's really about being okay with that Mm. and giving ourselves permission and knowing that we're going to make choices and we're going to make mistakes and as long as we keep trying the best for our kids like i think they know
0: Mm. right it's
2: not about being perfect it's it's about in
0: progress. Progress. I love it. Yeah. Progress, not perfection. Yes. I love it. Thank you so much. Any final words? Hugs and kisses to son. I know you. Um, anything you want to say? What do you love most about your mom? Um, how nice she is. Yeah, she is nice. <laughs> she is nice. No. She's she, very
2: playful. I'm she's. Playful. I'm playful and fun. He said.
0: Oh, that is important. How moms are so serious. Mm-hmm and tell their kids to stop playing, you not only allow him to play, but you play with him.
2: I do.
0: I love that.
2: I'm kind of, I call it, I'm kind of a silly Gucci mama. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call it. Not Gucci, like the uh, expensive designer Right, one, right, like right. Gucci just like mm, hugs and mm. kisses and getting dirty and having fun and playing.
0: How important is that for moms as well? I mean, moms and dads, I guess. I mean, I, again, I, I have not had kids by choice. Mm-hmm. I just knew it was just such a huge responsibility to raise, like, an amazing adult. I'm a bit of a control freak, and I knew there was no control in that mm-hmm. <laughs> process. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's probably not for me. So for parents, any 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 male and female, mm-hmm. right, mothers and fathers, um, what have you done? I know you just said you don't want to give advice to other people, but what have you done to make him, he's a good kid, He's he's polite, he's obedient. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are... If that's a word i can use and maybe that's for animals i don't know but he's polite and
2: he listens he's a good kid he listens yeah
0: so Um, how how do you how do you figure that out uh
2: first of all i think there's a little bit of luck in it right Mm. seriously but uh i'd say the biggest thing i did was i try to understand things from their perspective right Mm. in other words it's not just here are the rules you know it's like hey this is a relationship just like any relationship Right? If you were like, hey, you know, this is how it has to roll, the other person would be like, oh, not so much,
3: right? Mm. And obviously,
2: I have more years and experience, et cetera, so mm-hmm. there's certain things I have to make decisions about. But on the other hand, you get to make a lot of your own decisions about stuff like things that like, like hair and dress. And, mm. you know, so as much choice and agency as you can give them, I think it makes them more responsible and... They don't need to act out because mm. they know that the no is for a good reason and the, and there's not a lot of like silly no's just because. Mm. So, that seem fair? Yeah. Accurate? Yeah. yeah. And we all like, I tell him we all like yeses. We lo-
0: so, I love yeses. Everyone loves yeses. <laughs> I <laughs> so, really do like it. And
2: like that's I like, hey Max, I need you to do this or clean up or what have you. I was like, if you give me yeses, when you say like, hey mom, can I have a little extra screen time? I'm going to be more inclined to give yeses, right? Mm. So it kind of it's, it works symbiotically, right? I love he's, that. He's cooperative. I'm cooperative. I don't think it's rocket science, kids. <laughs> as much as it's treating them as a relationship, respectful,
0: respectful. Yeah, mm.
2: respectful parents, respectful kids. So you works. let him.
0: You let him make choices. Do you. How do you discipline him when he doesn't do what you want?
2: Well, again, I don't like the idea of discipline. Okay. From the standpoint of, I'm. I feel like. Discipline is meant to teach, right? Uh-huh. So in other words, it's more about, hey, this is what I think you did wrong and why, mm-hmm. and how it impacted me,
3: mm-hmm. as opposed
2: to, okay, you did that, good to your room. I don't know what that teaches a kid. Right.
0: Or oh, I love that. You know what this sounds like a little bit. So there's a book that I'm going to talk about on another show, and I definitely will invite you back for okay. that. But it's the concept of nonviolent communication. Oh, I think the guy. I you, have you...
2: Martin Rosenberg.
0: Oh my God, Ma- Marshall. Marshall
2: Rosenberg. Thank you. Yeah. Oh I yes.
0: So and he has videos of, for mothers and parents and kids. It's so cute. So you're basically living it. Well. You're doing it to the best of
3: your I'm ability. Like... <laughs> sure this stuff. Like,
2: oh, yeah, you yell. Not not Do you thing. yell? Yes. <laughs> she's like absolutely
0: I, I don't want to, I don't try to right. but I'm a human mama right, too right. right. there are moments where it's like really <laughs> 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 Really? that's what you're going to do today yeah, right? I am not
2: in the mood but you, let's just say when I'm being my best self as a parent mm, yelling is not my go to place
3: Right. Mm. laying
2: down the law is not my go to place it's like I, so yes Marshall Rosenberg is. I'm a huge advocate of his work And there's so many good parenting books that are based on that model of attachment parenting and respectful parenting. And I feel really lucky. I do. I have really good kids. And I think it's because I treated them like a person, not just, you know, on the authority. Vegetarian, and they just have to you know, do what
0: I say. <laughs> no one likes that. Right? No one likes that. I, I love the way Marshall talks about it, but I like the way you're talking about it even better. So it's, 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 that's what this book is about. That's what this whole movement is about, right? When I told you about the first book that I wrote and the first the show that I did for two years was yeah. just radio only. It was called Our Journey, Our Dreams. Mm-hmm. The Art and Science of Being Aware and Getting There. So it was like uh-huh. our journey, you, right? our journey right our dreams we all have dreams and then the art and science i've read like a thousand books i have a hundred that i've read numerous times or listened to multiple times and then 40 that i literally have metabolized at a part of my soul and I'm necessarily doing all the things they say, but I metabolize them and I know like, what's important. And so Marshall, um, his book, and, and there's several. He actually has a couple you know, versions of, of that same book. But what I like about it is when I say the art and the science, the science mm-hmm. is the books. It's yes. the research. I have tons of research about what we should do mm-hmm. to be successful and happy. Yep. You're the art you, the storytelling, the mm-hmm. people that are actually doing the work. Right. So I really couldn't finish my book. And I really, you know, the reason it's going to be a, it's kind of a special iteration, I actually am writing a third book on top of the two that are already written because I kind of have to bring up this concept of it's all bigger than me, right? Yeah. Like I have to bring this video element into it because it's really about hearing and seeing people who are really doing the work. The books will come. They're already written, right? They're right. Gonna, I'll keep adding to them and I'll keep modifying. But really it's this concept of you of telling your story, you're doing it. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna be connecting like these stories to the research so people yeah. can see like here's the book that talks about it, but here's someone who's actually doing it.
2: Well one last thing on yes, please is that when I mess up, I always apologize to my kids. And I oh, think that's huge. I love that. I had parents that I think they felt like they had to be perfect mm. and part of that perfectionism was never admitting they had messed up. And As I said to you, do I yell yes? Do I, you know, drop the ball and and, and yes, absolutely. I'm human. But I think that's huge for them to see that just because I'm a grown up, I make mistakes. But what do you do?
3: You own it.
2: You apologize. And you try to repair slash make amends. And if you can do that, you know, it gives them a good model for, hey, I don't have to be perfect either. But when I trip and fall, here's what needs to be done to
0: that's so beautiful yeah. wow and i
2: would say if, that, if there's anything that like a simple thing i think parents can do that would make a big difference i don't know i don't think a lot of parents apologize to their kids mm. you know, even when that, they yell yeah there's that sense of like you know somehow that makes them look like they're not uh you know the parent
3: mm. and
2: for me i'm like no I'm, I'm a parent and i'm also human and i make mistakes
0: and wow kids, yeah wow that is so awesome. I could talk to you for hours, but my honey's in the room right I now. <laughs> yes. so, so you and I will definitely connect again. I'm going to say again, it's all bigger than me, and I think you should end with a group hug. Oh, yeah.
2: Aww. Aww.
1: Now, the thing I love about that video is that even though I'm not a mother, I relate to it in a way where I love seeing how Tracy and this woman that she's interviewing are able to put their guard down because they're peaceful and serene nature, environment that they're in, and uh, when I see that, it reminds me of the time I spent with Tracy in her secret garden, where I've been able to keep my guard down and been aware of everything I'm surrounded by, and uh, it just adds for peaceful and serene and beautiful conversation here. I'm going to go ahead and move to the next video. This is still Tracy at Mount Rainier and Crystal Mountain, it's still in nature. Give me a moment here. But the thing that I love about seeing these videos also is that these people are just speaking from the heart. It's nothing too set up, and it's really wisdom that flows to you, me, and the listeners. This comes so naturally, because we're all connected in one way or another. So I believe that It's All Bigger Than Me is more than just what's said in this studio. It's what's said all around the world. And uh, It's Bigger Than Me is something that could be pushed all throughout the world. And nature and buildings Anyway, I'm gonna just go ahead and let this next video play go ahead again,
0: and I'm doing a live interview with two of my new favorite people in my most favorite place ever so I'm in Crystal Mountain and I'm gonna have you both introduce yourself. We're staying at the Alta
4: Crystal
0: Resort. Alta Crystal Resort. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking to the owner and the general manager. So they work together and they're a couple. So when I found that out, I was like, oh no, you know you don't get to get away without giving us some tips. Right. How do you work together? So first of, first of all, introduce yourself and then tell us um, what you love most about the other person.
2: Okay. Hi, so I'm Maureen. And Speak loud, and Maureen. Oh, I am the owner.
0: Yes. And Maureen, what's your first and last name?
2: My name is Maureen Gilbert. Uh-huh. So I think uh, I knew that this was going to be a partnership that was like made in heaven goes beyond just the normal when last summer, uh-huh. which was probably hands down one of the craziest summers that we had, uh, <laughs> we worked so well together. It really? was almost like the more stress, the more like things were just not going as they should be, It was like the better we work together. It was one of those uh, very cool synergies. And you know, some couples, like when the chips go down, that's when- It starts getting rough. It starts getting rough. And instead, it was so awesome working with him.
0: So he was like with you, you knew he was on your side, you knew he was gonna work it out. Wow, dream come true.
2: Yeah, I it
0: mean, was easy. He, I mean, it was, it was easy. Right? I think it, we I didn't have to. No, it
2: was easy. No, it was and easy. And he always natural. had my back. Which wow.
0: Was, was, yeah, okay, Greg, natural. introduce yourself again. i
4: um, Greg McCabe. And I, what you love most about this beautiful lady? Uh, you know, um, smart, gorgeous, go-getter. You know, mm-hmm. really everything i would always been looking for in a Wow. Mean,
0: so, so if I'm understanding you correctly, mm-hmm. you met on the job. We
3: did. That's you were correct. the owner. Correct.
0: He was the general manager. Yep. You kind of knew each other. You said you knew someone.
4: We have a friend in common. You yeah. have a
0: common friend, yep. and we, you were just working. Yeah. Correct. And then you realized, yeah. based on how he made you feel in tough times.
4: Yeah.
2: Yep. Absolutely.
0: And.
4: And I knew from the first day I met her, so I, I had problems already. So. <laughs> I knew there was going to be trouble. Yeah. I knew there was going to be trouble. <laughs>
2: But that was that was the thing that we talked about is uncanny really from the first time we met. It it didn't feel like I was hiring an employee. He felt mm. like he was a partner. He, the way he engaged, the way that he was asking questions, taking ownership, going above and beyond and Thank you. yeah <laughs> and and again,
3: That's right? <laughs>
2: I mean, there, there were a couple times when, you know, I'll just call it any other employee would have had every right to be like, okay, 6 o'clock, you know, I've already worked a full day, I'm out of here. And there were a couple times we were both here, whether it was uh, during
0: Snowmageddon or you know, <laughs> right. we had, uh, you know, some... I was going to leave
3: you knee deep and then poo-poo, don't worry. Okay.
0: <laughs> For and those who don't know, Snowmageddon was like... Feet of snow in okay. Seattle. Uh, this area has never seen before. Yeah,
3: yeah. It pretty
0: wild. I had to tell you, I was in Florida for seven weeks when that happened. But that's Plum. neither here oh, yeah. nor there. Watching the, the sunrise. Watch. Yeah, it was a beautiful yeah. thing. But so he was. He was just a partner. Always a partner. Always a
2: partner from from the the moment that he came on. And so it was uh, really easy to fall in love with him.
0: Wow. Huh. So so what do you do? Okay. This is beautiful. We're gonna come back to you guys again because again. Uh, Handsome Greg over here is going on a trip to Japan, and I heard you had a little something to do with it. Tell us about it. When I first met him, I was like, "This guy is pouring (laughs) it. He's he. You know, there's an energy around givers, right? There's a there's a light (laughs) even on the phone that is obvious. Some joy, some. And so I was like, I got to talk to this guy. Like there's a you said a PMA. What are you? A PMA,
4: a positive mental attitude.
0: So tell tell us about that first before we go into the trip. This is Um, your
4: um. That's the way I look at life. You know, it's. Why not be positive? It's so much easier than being negative.
0: Is this his mountain mood? You're just like all no, chill out. You're no, like all chill. Mountain air. Is that what it is? It's not <laughs> just mountain. It's, you know, yes, it's, it's life. PMA, it's just life. positive PMA, mental PMA. attitude. PMA. I agree, but that's really what our show is about. Like right. I say, our vision, right? We, we take technology, community, and positive psychology to help good people do great things. And like every day, it seems like you're pouring into other people, right? You know, helping others. Can,
4: right?
3: You try.
2: And, and then, what's amazing is he was never in hospitality before. Mm. I have some background, and he's just a natural because he's really just about sharing himself, sharing the experience, mm. and in a beautiful
4: place. <laughs> right, right. And, right. and, and it, it helps, right? <laughs> it,
2: it makes it a lot easier. <laughs> it does. Right, and I guess our attitude is that the kind of the crazier the world gets out there, the more yeah. people need places like this. Wow. So, yeah. And I have
0: to tell you, we, we've been there for six days, and we could only, we got Thursday and Friday here, and then we had to stay at a different place. Saturday a different place Sunday and we we're back here Monday and Tuesday of all the places that are anywhere near Crystal Mountain Gondola and Mount Rainier and we have stayed at Paradise Inn as well this by far is the best experience I'm a little bit of a the a word I created is called Gougie I'm ghetto and bougie so it's bougie. meaning I'm from the hood but I like my amenities okay you please if you must I'm gonna trademark it but you could use it anytime <laughs> it's amazing here. There's a fireplace in the room. What am I? I'm in a yeah. chalet. You're in one yeah. of our chalet, chalet suites. Right? Chalet suites. suites. So one bedroom mm-hmm. has the living room, the fire. I mean the couch, the fireplace, mm-hmm. a TV with multiple satellite channels, mm-hmm. right? Little mini kitchen is there. I came in, your staff, because we were celebrating my birthday and our anniversary. They had wine oh, in the yeah. fridge and flowers for my birthday. I'm mm-hmm. celebrating my 50th 50th mm-hmm. birthday, September 23rd. Mm-hmm. So yes, bam. Mm-hmm. that yeah Yeah. so just amazing so a little plug for your you know plug for your your resort why is this I can tell you why it's the best place as a a visitor I will be back but you know you didn't do this to sell the resort you did this because you're like hey we're good people and you you know you know you have a story to tell that can help other people but let's talk about the resort for a second quick plug about the altar resort which I I believe is the best place to stay in Crystal Mountain or on Mount Rainier
2: well, so we're on twenty-two acres of the national forest, which is pretty special in and of itself. And you know, hiking trails right out the back door. And for me, and I think also for Greg, when he first came here, I sold him on the experience because we took a walk right. along the creek. Right. And oh. the end of the oh so beautiful yeah and so uh it's again it's it's a location right and it's mm. and the thing about it being national forest is that it belongs to all of us mm. That's right. what's really cool right about
4: we don't it. own it obviously <laughs> <And> <laughs> we're just we're
5: just least- right. Right? right
2: and for us i think the the big difference is that we're not a corporation
3: mm.
2: right it's kind of mom and pop and we put right, a lot right. of heart into it yes we take care of our staff they they know yeah we know that they know that we have their back mm. right and again we try to pay attention to the little details you know the chocolates <laughs> the
0: yes where yeah. can i get more of those chocolates that was amazing <laughs> I was like exactly i forgot that was my first day checking in i'm like what are wh- Better. I've stayed at the W, by the way. Uh-huh. A few weeks ago, we were we, we celebrated our anniversary for about a month, sixty days. You know, we just oh, yeah. kind of we're stretching it out. Just, yeah, that's yeah. That's we're that's just that's stretching that. it out. I had black so toxic mold in my house. Whole nother situation, but I, I stayed I, at the W. I, I this say, chocolate was better than the chocolate that I got there. Oh, cool. It's amazing. So anyway, back to Alter Resort. Last words about the Crystal Alter Alter Crystal Resort. Mm-hmm.
2: So um, again, we, we think that it's the little details that make the difference, right? Mm. And the fact that uh, our staff, you know, they love being here, and mm. I think it just infuses into to everything, right? If if you're happy where you work, if you get to come to a beautiful place, yes. it, it makes a big difference. I love it.
0: I love it. I'm gonna stop this, and actually I'm gonna keep going, but I'm gonna transition topics. So I know he has to go. Yep. Tell yep. us about this Japan trip. Again, this guy poisoned other people, and he said you guys surprised him. Who was involved? What was the deal? And Tell us all about it.
2: So his uh, best friend from college, his college roommate who lives in Seattle yes. has been planning this trip because he's uh, of Japanese heritage, so okay. he wanted to go forever. So he planned this, you know, once in a lifetime trip. And when dream I say
0: planned, I mean to the like detail. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. And he said, "Hey Greg, you know, you want to go go along." And Greg was just like, "There's no way, right? Yeah. I got a kid, I got a job, you know, just it's not going to happen." And well, I love the guy, right? And I just sat there, and I actually lived i lived in Japan uh, really? for a year, and so I knew what an amazing place it was. Uh, I knew how much he loved Japan. Uh, we often go on sushi date nights, right? <laughs> so I was just like, not I could not, not let this
1: uh, opportunity go by
2: and know that he was going to miss out. Like, there was just, it's just not who I am. I couldn't let him miss a chance to go do
4: that. And it um, made me a little teary. Well, it. a little bit. In a well, mm-hmm. not in tear, kiss cam. Yeah, kiss Misty. cam.
0: Kiss. kiss cam. I feel <laughs> a kiss coming on. This way?
4: <laughs>
0: so this is really what relationships pretty, are pretty, about. We'll put, we'll put mm-hmm. Right? Relationships are about loving the other person, mm-hmm. wanting the best for them. So right. this trip came up. He teared up because you guys, how did you present it to him?
2: So, well, he loves t-shirts and he loves cool t-shirts. I see the
0: one he has on. He's, he's, yeah, New York ska. Yeah.
2: So I got him a t-shirt uh-huh. that's this cool, like vintage Japanese t-shirt, yeah. and I put the little ticket confirmation in the t-shirt. So initially he's like, Oh, okay, cool. She got me a t-shirt. T-shirt. You know, yay! Right. And then I you looked
4: know. a little deeper and I was like, what And he's like, No, no, no. He's like,
2: This can't really be. And
4: then I didn't get it. I didn't think it was actually what I was looking at, it was what I was looking at. Yeah, but it was, yeah, it was what, what I was looking
0: at. And then you broke it down. You said, yeah, Baby, I mean, honey, no, honey. No, no. Then
4: I was like, I can't go to Japan, crazy thing. Thank you very much. And the whole time, I'm like, I did <laughs> I didn't cry. I didn't
5: cry. I just got a little
0: misty. You said, you said, I can't go. I got a little
4: misty. No, I do not think I could
0: go. But you know your family made it happen the people who love you yeah, exactly. pour into you exactly yep wow yep. well we we're, we're going to pause this right now cuz I know you have to get ready to go to Japan tomorrow I I am. you have a business that you're running but we're going to talk more more to you one on one and we're going to come back he's going to document his Japan trip and we're going to come back and he's going to give us the told me I had to <laughs> We'll it's, find out. it's all we'll bigger find than me, out. people. It's all bigger than me. We're gonna bring Japan to the people, right? And we're gonna talk about your experience when you lived there, his experience when he was there, points of connection. Yeah. So when uh, when I go, you, you you know you guys are prepping us for our trip there. So thank you very much. Anything else you want to say? One 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 last word of wisdom um, or advice you would share with couples on how to be as happy as you two are? Like what what would you say? What advice would you share with okay. people?
4: Oh, yeah don't let your partner trip over their own shoelaces <laughs> nice that's
2: great give them yeah, the roadmap to success right
0: wow, wow. Yeah. tell me more about that i can't let you guys get away with that it's good stuff what does that mean tell, tell share your needs
2: well exactly so All at the right. get-go i was like hey here are the deal breakers for me here's right. what's important to me here we talk right. about our love right. languages
0: right mm. so, yes
2: eh, so. <laughs>
3: No, we did. We it's
2: did. right? Because you need to know how the other person, how they feel loved. Um, and hopefully you're compatible, right? And the way that you like to give love is hopefully the way the other person receives it. And uh-huh. We're pretty lucky that we're... Uh, I keep
4: confusing the one love language here.
0: You do. So, so we're going to come back to this because I know you got to go because I could go way into love languages. But the next time I get you together, how long is this trip to Japan? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we're, we're going to come back. We'll bring you both together to talk about love languages. Okay. How important that is. Mm-hmm. What is your love language? Uh,
2: so there are five main ones. Okay. So we're going to do this. Everyone probably has yes. some of all of them. Or all of them. Or all of them, right? But mm-hmm. um, there's touch. There's words of affirmation. Yes. Right. There's uh, gifts. There's quality time. Mm-hmm. And I'm
0: going to have you face this okay. way. It's a little bit, yes, so you're fully sunned.
2: At yes. any rate. Uh so quality Must time. Not yours,
3: I'm guessing. Uh,
2: <laughs> quality time, okay, not uh affection are probably yes. my top two. Uh
0: and yours? I forget what mine is. I've got a good one. What's mine? My... I thought yours were similar. You also, are... you also like words of affirmation. I do like words of affirmation. You're amazing. Oh. You're wonderful. And since Doesn't you both hurt. have the affection one, we're gonna end with a yes. kiss. Oh, a touch. Yeah. Physical mm. affection. Mm. Mm. Thanks. It's all bigger than me, baby. Bye!
1: All right. If there's one thing i like to tell the audience is I'd like to remind you guys that these are just everyday people doing everyday things with something to say, stories to tell. These aren't celebrities. These aren't models. These aren't actors. These are just everyday people. Everyone has a story. Everyone has something to say that could infect the lives of everybody all around the world. That's the case for everyone everywhere. It's all bigger than me. It's bigger than you, It's bigger than your family. It's for everyone. It's all bigger than me. I'm going to go ahead and stream this next video here. This is still Tracy and Crystal Mountain for you, those of you who are now tuning in. Um, this is her at a ranch, and here you are.
0: is Tracy Harrell and it's bigger than me and I'm here today I'm in the mountains celebrating my 50th birthday and an anniversary with my sweetheart and we're doing all kind of wonderful things and I decided to do some horseback riding and guess who I discovered two beautiful people a couple who were living the dream they're doing what they love to do and so we asked them to come on and talk a little bit about what they do so first of all can you introduce yourself
3: my name is Kim I grew up in South Dakota and I've been doing horseback work well, my whole life, but
0: I've been in Washington for six summers now. Nice. And your handsome husband?
3: Okay.
4: Hi, my name's Lee. Uh, I've been local guide here for about 15 years. When I'm not riding horses, I work for Crystal Mountain Asilias Maintenance Manager.
0: I'm going to back up so you can see the full look. And Aren't they beautiful? <laughs> he has the boots and everything, the, 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 the dog, the hound dog. He has the whole scene and these beautiful horses in the back. What I love about you two is that, first of all, you said you sing as well. Yep. So, this is your beautiful...
4: My beautiful wife. We
0: didn't, we didn't plan this part, but um, it's impromptu. Okay. So, do you ever sing love songs to her?
4: I do. Well,
0: what's your favorite?
4: Um, I think the best one I got for her is In Case You Didn't Know. I can't Ooh. remember who it's by, but it's a newer song.
0: Would you like to um grace her with the moment?
4: <laughs> sure. I guess I'll hit the chorus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hit something. <laughs> Hold her
3: hand. In case
4: you didn't know I'm crazy about you I would be lying if I said that I could live this life without you Even though I don't tell you all the time You had my heart a long, long time ago In case you didn't know Wow
0: I think a kiss is appropriate, I'm just saying. It's a kiss cam, <laughs> nice. Okay, so tell me about how you met again. And then you said something about why you like her. You
4: guys, you mentioned. Well, we work really good together. I came up, I was the local guide up here. She came in about six years ago with a friend of hers. Uh, they needed to know how to get around the trails and stuff around here and kind of how the horses act. So I helped them out, let them know. And then after two years of that, it was the second summer, so we realized that we were falling in love with each other. And we did long distance dating. She's from South Dakota, so we'd fly every other month, back and forth. <laughs> Finally, she came out here, I think the third winter, and stayed. And then I asked her to marry me that following summer, and she took a while to say, yeah, <laughs> got it done.
0: You got it done. I love that. So so he said he proposed to you, and you were a little shocked. Tell us about that.
3: <laughs> so. We talked about getting married quite a bit before I'd come out the, that summer and it was it was pretty quiet the summer that I was here and we hadn't talked about getting married. And so when he did ask, I was in shock, but not totally surprised, but at the same time I wasn't comfortable with a solid answer at the time and so I
0: just... And you said he quiet. did it in front of a lot of people.
3: Yeah, well a lot in my book.
4: <laughs> yeah. There was probably 30, 40 30?
3: people
0: there. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Just just for me, I'm an extrovert. That's a lot. <laughs> for me, that's a lot. Okay, what I love about you is, what do you love most about her? And you tell me what you love most about him.
4: I love her personality. She's a beautiful woman. She, We work well together. She uh, fell in love with the two kids that I have from a previous marriage. Mm, I, love I fell in love with her. I felt like she was a good fit for the family and I think it's working out pretty good so far. Yeah. What about you? I only
3: like them a
0: little bit. I can tell. I love the the hand holding. I'll back up a little bit. It's so cute. It's so cute. So my other question, so it's it's hard when people work together and you're in love, you're you're in a relationship. So for some of us it's hard enough just being in a relationship. So how do you keep it together? Like how do you stay happy? What do you do when you're I think the
3: working together is kinda what keeps us going at this point, like we're newlyweds, still. Okay, <laughs> and, uh, nice. At this point, working together, like, it gives us something to focus on instead of being upset with each other. Because we're we working with horses. So it's not just mm. an item. It's a different personality. And his he's got a great personality. He's that guy that's there to help everybody. And he's there making everything better. And he's the leader. And that's definitely something that I fell in love with.
0: Aww. I love that
4: she does she does a pretty good job of leading herself Mm. she does more things around the house than I than I'd like to admit and can probably help out with some of those but I think but for the most part both of us pick up where the other one just doesn't want to Mm. there's days where where I'm tired and I come home from work she'll go ahead and do the dishes and cook and then if I get off early I'll go home and cook and let her relax and sit and watch her TV show or whatever she's gonna do or
0: a partnership, you yeah. mean? So, a real going live partnership. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. It's beautiful. That's why I wanted to videotape you because, again, there's no manual for relationships. And this whole concept of bigger than me is really saying there are people who are doing it, like real people. We're going to videotape you some more. I know you got some cooking to do. We got a, a whole, uh, what do you call it? A cookout and
4: hoot nanny? It's, it's, it's a dinner ride. What
0: oh. Call oh, okay. So, we got a nice dinner coming with some steaks yeah. and some chicken. And you sing. Yeah. As we just heard. Wow, that was so beautiful. My last question for you, because I, I think this looks so perfect. There's like this mountain background. I could just kind of pan <laughs> a little bit. Like it is gorgeous here where we are. I'm just coming on back here. You got the horses in the background. You're, you're newlyweds. So what I love about what you said when we talked earlier is that you said this is your, not your first marriage. Right. So can you talk about what you learned from the first marriage that you think helped you in this one or just maybe maybe advice for women or men who you know might have not and not have worked out the first time and you you know
4: so i was i was pretty young when i got married first and she kind of ran a relationship and and, then she was four or five years older than i was Mm. Um, she had bigger ideas for what i was supposed to be doing and i didn't really want to do those ideas and i wanted to spend time with the horses and we're looking to buy the outfit out Mm. I didn't feel the full support from her and it was kind of half-assed on her end. Mm -hmm. um, We got to the point where we kept fighting in front of the kids and I didn't Uh, want to do that anymore. I didn't want to raise the kids in a hostile environment. I'd I'd stay stay out at the bar and come home late because I just didn't want to deal with it. They're like, don't be staying out at the bar. (laughs) (laughs) The horses are like, do you? Now I've found somebody that I really enjoy coming home
3: to Mm. and,
4: and she always she does a lot of extra things for me when uh, we're at home like taking off my boots at the end of the day when I don't <laughs> want to take my boots off and I think it's it's a give and take relationship you know I, I, do, I work really hard for her and try to bring the paycheck home and she appreciates that and it's it was wow. appreciated the first time around so wow i
0: like i love it i love it you both are beautiful any final words As that back off, i'm gonna, we're gonna end in song as i back off whatever you <laughs> say. i know i know i'm putting you on the spot but i'm you holding hands it's so beautiful anything you want to belt as we as we close any any inspirational song
4: uh not i the thought my head <laughs> no
0: what's your favorite song beautiful lady what do you like to hear him sing or anything <laughs> <laughs> come on one one last love song for your beautiful bride
4: last love song okay hold on let me hit the roller
3: here
0: so beautiful you guys just have the look,
4: look. love is unconditional I knew it from the stone you can see it in your eyes you can hear from my
1: heart. Yeah,
4: that's about all I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you. It's bigger than me, baby. I love it. Thank you.
1: <laughs> now, the thing I love about that one is that previously I said that Tracy is interviewing everyday people, but for those of you who can't see this, these are cowboys on a ranch with a beautiful background, big scenery. I love it. These are just people with something to say, but in the, they look like superheroes. They're people that aren't known to the public, not known to everyone, but... Everyone's a superhero in their own ways. And these guys st- sharing their story on an average day where they didn't know they're even talking to anyone is now translating to people, every uh, everyone that's listening to this channel. And that's what's beautiful about these experiences with anyone. This could be you. This could be me. Even me sitting here talking to you, I'm just an average, everyday person. But I got something to say. You got something to say. And I'm going to go ahead and stream this next video with someone who is someone who has something to say.
0: See Harrell, and it's all bigger than me. And we are now at Mount Rainier. Let me see if I can tune in. Look at that beautiful view. We're at Reflections Lake. Look how gorgeous that is. And Ken and I met this amazing couple. Can you guys introduce yourselves?
3: Hi, Brittany.
0: I'm Mike. And
3: together
0: seven years. Nice. And of course, I asked them already, like, what makes their relationship last? Like, what advice would they give to others? And what did you say?
5: yeah uh, traveling together does it works wonders
1: nice Um, de-stressing talking to each other after a long day's work um, just sharing experiences together i love it
0: and and Brittany, you said one of the things you're going to do is you you guys have traveled to europe you've talked about some of your other trips and you're potentially going to be starting a blog a travel blog blog. and we're going to add her to our site so we have one of our, our verticals is around just living life and so for the two of you my last question as we both try to get out of here before the sun sets and take that windy road back down can you share with me what you like best about your husband and then handsome husband tell me what you like best about your beautiful bride
3: the thing i like best about him is his patience because i've been getting sick recently mm-hmm. and i had to quit my job and he's just been really super caring and helpful and all the little ways and i know it's been tough on him too so wow
0: hubby who's a police officer by the way we love police officers i think it's one of the most noble well
3: thank you i appreciate it and you're a nurse
0: god help you with that hard work so thank you both for the work that you do so what do you love most about your beautiful bride she's very dedicated to whatever she does she puts forth
3: all effort so
0: i love that about her i love it so you guys will see this on youtube we'll come back to you again for other conversations i say it's time for a kiss cam moment.
4: All
1: right, so these people are really living their best lives out here. This last clip, I'm going to show it for you guys. Unfortunately, I don't think we're going to be able to get all of it in, but it's a special lady that Tracy met at the ranch, and uh, here you are. Enjoy. I can only get it streaming real fast. There you are. All right, enjoy.
0: It is so much bigger than me. I am sitting out here, a beautiful evening, and I'm in Crystal Mountain. This is also called some word that begins with an E, E Enumclaw or something like that. Enumclaw. Enumclaw. Okay. OMG, it's so beautiful here. And I'm sitting here after an amazing few days doing the gondola and horseback riding and all these multiple things. And I met some amazing people. And today I am sitting here with Miss Julie. Can you tell us, give us your name. I was telling her about this show. It's bigger than me and how we really just want to tell stories to help other people achieve their dreams. And Julie said, oh, I got a story for you. <laughs> but she's uh, just so beautiful. And this, You're gorgeous, first of all. Thank you for joining me. Sure.
3: Thanks for having me.
0: Tell me what is your name and just tell me a little bit about what you were sharing earlier. You said you kind of had a little journey <laughs> in marriage and you're transitioning and I think you helping to tell your story will help others on a similar journey in life. So, yeah.
5: Um I'm Julie Cox. Uh I was in a fundamentalist Christian church and a couple de- uh, a couple generations of it and it was kind of a fear-based, rule-oriented type mentality that I was, um, I don't know, I'm more of a helper, I'm a mm-hmm. relational oriented I'm a people pleaser. And so I took a lot of things to heart that I shouldn't have that maybe weren't, wasn't intended. I don't want to bash the the religion I was in, but it was just like, I don't know, a combination. Anyway, um, I was married for 24 years and homeschooled my kids for 10. Um, My ex told me I was a dependent. I wasn't an equal partner. Um, I couldn't, I wasn't allowed to touch the checkbook. I mean, it was Uh like, I wasn't, anyway. And sometimes I, I think, you know, I want to blame him. But it's not him, it's me. Mm. I mean hurting people hurt people mm-hmm. and I had choices and I didn't wanna anyway.
0: <laughs> no, that's good. Okay. I I like I, li- no, I, li- I like this. I think there's a bit of reflection here. Because what you said is you're happier now than you've ever been. You were in a you were in a difficult marriage. You said it was relatively abusive, I think is the word you use, as it related to your kids and some other things but you're now happier than you've ever been. And I think being able to talk about the where you are now is really huge for women who are in a bad place.
5: Okay. Well, the, a lot of what I struggled is, it, it was more emotional abuse than anything, mm-hmm. and that's hard to really pinpoint. mm-hmm But... I wanted to be occupational therapist and my first goal was to get a BA in psychology mm-hmm. and then the rest didn't happen. Yes. So part of me is like, am I my religion? What's my identity? Mm. Am I a mother? Am I, because I'm not a wife anymore. I'm not this anymore. I'm mm. not that anymore.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Lee invited me to come ride horses. Am I a horse? You know, what, mm-hmm. what am I? I rode a motorcycle for a while and I'm really trying to figure out it's a person's character.
0: Mm, I love this
5: from the inside out you can follow all these rules dieting rules religious rules whatever rules and all of sin and fall short of the glory of God everybody mm. makes mistakes and it's kind of a journey to figure out the boundaries to forgive yourself mm. to forgive others mm. that have hurt you and I have a lot that i mean i have the same job that i had before mm-hmm. so i'm in debt so sometimes i think man i went to school and i'm not any better off mm-hmm. financially but i'm better off mentally mm. i'm
0: better off
3: emotionally
0: mm. what stronger. price can you put on that
5: exactly <laughs> exactly my kids adore me i have three boys that are 24 22 and 20 wow and they call me all the time and ch- ask how i'm doing and i have a job that i love and doesn't pay a lot but i'm surviving i
0: love it i love it
5: and i've made new friends i've kind of yeah anyway i'm still i'm still struggling it's still hard mm-hmm. but i guess what i if i would say to somebody else it's one step at a time you're not alone mm. and yeah even on the horse ride today i was talking to a single mom and i said a couple of things and she's like oh my goodness how do you know me <laughs> mm.
3: how do you know that how do you know
5: i was thinking that how do you know I was what thinking did you say that? Um, it was something uh, I don't even really remember. But you
0: just connected. So you basically, that's what this show is about. It's just basically when the opportunity arises, feeling the, you know, open to connect with people. There was a need. You made a statement. It connected with her.
5: When I guess safe people is kind of my focus. People that are safe, meaning not necessarily a label, but their Character, their personality, mm. their needs. Yeah, I've been a single mom, I've been there, and you're probably feeling this, this, and this. Mm. And I think that's what happened. And then she's mm. like, How do you know? And then she started talking about mm-hmm. it. it. It's tough being a single parent, and it's tough. You, you always have guilt,
3: and guilt because
5: what did I do wrong? Mm. Were
3: there so that true- would.
5: Was- we're supposed to protect our children, and children need to stay in a marriage, or do they not? You know? mm. like, so
0: now it's interesting, because you said your kids were being abused, so you basically saved them by getting them out of it. Would you <laughs> agree to that? Right? You said your kids adore you, and they know, they watched it, they, they experienced before and after too, right?
5: Well, thank you, because my guilt is more that I didn't protect them enough.
0: Oh, earlier? Sooner?
5: Yeah, I should have stood up to it sooner. I should have <laughs> well done something different, but I'm also learning that
0: it just, I don't know. There, You can't go back. Mm, I love it. I, and I love it. The first thing you said to me was when you, you reflected on divorce and those things, and you said, what would you say about divorce? Like, if you hadn't gone through that, you wouldn't have?
5: I wouldn't have my kids. I wouldn't have my in-laws who encouraged me to go back to school who were... Really, really encouraging. And my sister-in-law helped raise the kids. She took them to doctor's appointments
3: mm. and,
5: and things when I had to work full time. Because before that, I was a, I was a stay-at-home homeschool mom. I homeschooled mm. my kids for 10 years. Wow. So for them to go to public school, not a Christian school, mm-hmm. and then, I
3: don't know,
5: but they're doing great, and excellent. they're happy, and I guess sometimes you think, okay, if I work and do this, if I work hard, then this happens. If I save my money and Mm -hmm. pay my bills, I'll be financially great. But no, the well goes out, or you get a. Mm -hmm. Somebody hits you with your car, or whatever. But what I'm struggling with is people that. It's kind of like hurting people hurt people. Other people have pains and hurts. And. Not everybody's like me that can just spill their
0: guts. (laughs) (laughs) Purposeful sharing. I love it. It's
5: like, oh, she hasn't heard my story yet. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: I think it's what I loved about you. Immediately what you said was, if I had not gone through those painful experiences, I would not be where I am today. I would not be free. I wouldn't know, you know, the, the, the value of this freedom. And you share that with your kids. You said your kids are amazing as well. So, I mean, that, my that that attitude of gratitude that 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 lack of regret
5: yeah i had a counselor once that told me that she said your kids will notice people that are hurting Mm. they will notice people that uh, yeah are struggling Mm. and they're going to notice that and they're going to be more compassionate they're going to appreciate more what they have because it wasn't handed to them. Wow. I feel guilty that I couldn't help them with college and I mm. couldn't buy them cars and I couldn't do all this stuff. And they struggle, but...
0: They're better for it. Exactly. On the back end.
5: When they found out we were getting a divorce, mm-hmm. was all they could do to not jump up and down.
3: <gasps> really? Yeah.
0: Are you serious? <laughs> You're like, well, dang, I should have done this sooner. <laughs> Are you serious? They thought that How they old were they, they at the time? They were 13, 15, and
1: 17. Wow. So unfortunately, we had to cut that video off early, but this is one thing I wanted to tell you guys that this platform is just for people to be themselves and connect with other people. I'm here. This is my only third time on the show, now I'm here hosting. The more I watch these videos that we previously watched, like, the more I became more comfortable with this environment that I'm in. I'm here, and it feels like they're here. And at the end of it, it's just all I've learned is it's all bigger than me. It's bigger than me trying to be perfect host on this show. It's bigger than people trying to tell stories. It's for all of us. And with that being said, it's all bigger than me. (laughs) Thank you.